Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Andrea Petrone. How are you doing, Andrea, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> uh, thanks so much, Yuva. It's uh, such a big pleasure being here with you today. I'm in mm, London today, although I'm originally Italian, so and I'm going to go to Italy soon anyway, so looking forward to it. Yeah, we already talked a little bit about that, so where we can meet in Italy, because I'm not close exactly. to Italy, too. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Andrea is an executive coach and change advisor, facilitator, and speaker. He helps CEOs and senior executives to lead and drive change, build transformational teams, and design winning strategies. Andrea hosts a popular podcast, The World Class Leaders Show. Andrea is originally Italian, as you just mentioned, and he lives in London in the UK. And I think your mission as a speaker to inspire and challenge the audience to change their thinking, disrupt the status quo, generate insights that can be immediately applied in their lives and organizations is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Andrea. Oh, thanks for such a nice introduction. Wonderful. So let's get to it. Yes. Shall we do it? Okay, cool. Ready. Right, so the first... Here we go. <laughs> so the first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah. So well, my ideal client, as you say a little bit earlier, is, is really the senior leaders in organizations. So I primarily work with the CEOs and CXOs and their first leadership team, essentially, in generally speaking, a mid-size, large-size corporation. So the reason why I'm working with them, because I, based on my experiences, my education, my learning across all my corporate career, I realized that how much is difficult to drive major transformation and change in the organizations. And right now is even a worse problem than before because the level of uncertainty, the complexity, and then what happened to COVID has really Make, made things much more complex than were, they were before. So what I see are the CEOs and leaders that now they don't have necessarily all the answers, all the right tools and strategies to deal with such a high level of uncertainty. So that's where I normally come in, so helping them to drive this change effectively to transform the organizations. And primarily when they're going through major change, like changing new ways of thinking, working, behaviors, as well as such a little bit more business-related things like defining new innovative strategies for themselves, building transformational team, and changing the company culture. So that's essentially my main focus. Oh, wonderful. So I understand. And I think that uh, because you have these both sides of, uh, of a perspective, kind of like being uh, an executive for yourself, uh, you might uh, had faced uh, common mistakes that you made that you now can bring uh, to your clients. So what are these common mistakes uh, you and maybe they are making when trying to solve that kind of problem? Oh, totally. Well, I've been there. So I made my mistakes too about driving change and transforming the organizations when I led organizations. But I think uh, if I need to pick maybe two or three big mistakes, the number one that comes to mind is clearly 
thinking that change is a kind of a quick fix. We need to, you know, with a maybe in a, in a month, two months, maybe with one single retreat, one single meeting, one single workshop, one single intervention, you fix things. But when it comes to driving these changes, quick fix is not going to work Never, honestly. So either you change the culture, the behavior, you make a new strategy. It takes time to do, and you need to accept it as a leader. What I see sometimes leaders, they don't accept that because they have this such a high sense of urgency. They want to drive results. They have a lot of pressure on their shoulder, which is understandable. But when you drive change, you need to be patient and doing, honestly, using the right process. So that's, I think, is number one. The other thing, which is equally important, is sometimes leaders, they the lack of personal involvement, commitment during change. So they launch these amazing change initiatives, maybe sometimes in front of the media, but as soon as they launch it, then they disappear. In their mind, it's because they're delegating. In the reality, they need to keep constantly reinforcing and promoting their vision for change, the need for change across the organization. They need to be there. It's the famous walk the talk. And that's one of the big mistakes I see from, from many leaders, unfortunately. And maybe finally is the fact that resistance is something that needs to be understood. So when you're driving change, Sometimes I see leaders blaming employees and blaming people because they fight, they resist. And because they essentially don't understand the resistance is just a part of the journey. Once they start understanding that, they will deal with people very differently and they will be more of help and support than blaming and pointing fingers. So these are the three things among others that I think are going to make a huge difference for leaders. No, it's a, a great variety of things that uh, can go wrong. And uh, I like the first one also. It's kind of like, yeah, we have to deal with that next Tuesday. No, it's not going to work, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, no, and I also, you know, this idea yeah. that, you know, we have, we spend two, three days together and we fix things. Yeah. No, that sometimes is good for relationship, but then the real work happens actually after that. Exactly. Wonderful. So before I ask Andrea, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Andrea, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue that we just talked about? Yeah, I think it's it's the, probably related to the to to the to the one of the mistakes I mentioned. I think it's don't don't close into your own beautiful office and stay there. Stay there within the organization. Talk to people. Get the feedbacks. Ask how you can support people to understand change, to drive change, to make sure that change happens. So don't hide. That's my really the free big message. It's very easy to implement. And it requires clearly a different mindset sometimes. But if you really want to make a difference, that's the, the easiest thing that you can do. Be there, walk the talk, talk to people, and make sure that you are the role model so you change first so other people can change too. Well, essentially being a leader, right? And a leader leads. And Correct. it's not kind of like hiding in, in, uh, in their office, so to speak. So, yeah, I can see that. What Correct. Right. All right. So what is one valuable, valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with uh, that kind of issue also in a broader sense? So uh, please uh, share where people can find something about you. Yeah, no, totally. It's Well, I have a free assessment. I normally ask people to do when we start working together, either as our CEOs or leaders. This assessment has been built uh, uh, by myself. I did it thanks to all the experience of working with leaders. So I realized that 
the best leaders normally they are incredibly score high in five different dimensions. And the, the five dimensions are clarity, having full clarity of what they're doing, what they want to go. Um, performance, understanding how they can get the most out of their, their time and their people. And then there is an element of leadership presence. So how they, as we just said, you know, walk the talk, be the role model, be the master in organizations. And the fourth element is actually the importance of influence. How can, how can they influence people? And that's it is back more about communication, how really to deal one-to-one with people. And finally, relationship, because we know that relationship is everything in order to be successful. So once, once you score higher in all these five dimensions, you are certainly set for a good incredible results in the future. Sometimes you are not there yet. So by doing the assessment, you can have an idea where you are in your leadership development journey. Wonderful. I love that you call this dimensions. <laughs> so it really gives depth and uh, gives us a perspective to uh, not only just singularly look at uh, the situations right uh, unfolding right in front of us. So wow, wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And of course, we'll put the link in the show description. So well, folks thanks can so check much. it out. Wonderful. So what's the one question I should have asked you that will be of great value to our audience? I think a great question that we should probably ask to ourselves every single day is, if we're managing a team, a leading a team is, what is the right balance? How we can find the right balance between directing operation, directing activities, leading and doing, then delegating, delegating to others. Because I think there is a, that's very difficult for many leaders, either because they are first-time leaders, they don't know how to delegate properly, or because they tend to have this kind of a command control leadership style where they essentially say what to do and they keep micromanaging, right? So finding this balance is key. So I think that is a very important question to everyone. How, can, how do we know where the balance is? How do we know whether we are from one side or on the other side of this line? Because once we understand how to walk on this line, which is very unstable, if you like, but once you get this equilibrium, the balance, you know exactly when it's time to push and when it's time to pull. And that's, I think, is one of the most underrated skills the leaders should have. No, it's a, it's a very precious uh, answer to to that question. Uh, asking yourself where's the balance or where I am on that scale between kind of like uh, you know risking of micromanagement and having the vision uh, to delegate uh, from afar. So that's I think it's uh, well pretty good insight. Thank you for sharing. So let's go to uh, to a more personal question. It's my final question, and I'm happy to ask this in Italian. <laughs> so when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, now that we spoke about Italy, I have to say something related to my own country. Well, I have to tell you, in April, due to work I had with my clients, we decided to to drive for the first time from London to north of Italy, where I, where I still live, where my family is. And I have to tell you, we took a couple of days because we, we stopped there. We stopped in France, had a good, you know, drinking and wine, history, art, and all that stuff. But we really, what I love about that, with my wife, we reconnected a lot during this, this travel together and just spending time and talking on, on the car and not get busy by, you know, meetings and all these Zoom calls, et cetera. I think it's been precious and we'll do it again next week. So I'm looking forward to it. Wow, you're preparing for your next goosebumps moment. I love it. I love it. It's a beautiful goosebumps moment too. That shows kind of like you know, yes, you need time to experience these, and they're so valuable. 
Thank you, Andrea, for sharing this beautiful Goosebumps moment. Thank you also for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Thank you so much, Uwe, and well done and congratulations and good luck as well for your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uvedakorn.com.